0: Uh, Welcome back to another sort of casual um, quarantine one-shot. This time around we are playing uh, D&D 5th edition and I'm joined for this game by Amy. Hello! And Dragon. Hello! We are back in our uh, homeworld... Homeworld? Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to edit this. Uh, We're (laughs) back in our homebrew uh, D&D setting of uh, Valana. Um, Timeline-wise, we are setting this, I think... I think I'm leaning towards still being set sort of during um, the time where our main characters, Prontz, Bork, and they are stuck in a time bubble. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, as usual, keeping it a little bit casual with these one shots. Um, but yeah, uh, without any further ado, let's dive right in. The summer is drawing to a close in the Drake Seat Mountains in central Volana. The evenings are drawing in a little sooner each day and the snows are showing the first signs of returning on some of the lower slopes. In a high mountain pass just off of the main trade road through the mountains sits the bustling dwarven settlement of Shalefast. A short distance within the town's walls is a tavern known as the Fantastic Squeezebox. Although it is still early evening, the tavern's usual busy evening atmosphere is already in full swing. The smell of pipe smoke fills the air, drink is flowing plentifully as local dwarves finish their shifts in the mines or the trade hall, and there is currently a rather awful poem being recited from the cramped corner stage by a young dwarf who's seemingly oblivious to just how badly his handiwork is going down with the assembled audience of drinkers. Indeed, the only reason, it seems, that the crowd has not become openly hostile to the untalented poet is the rather tall-for-a-dwarf bouncer who is uh, keeping a sharp eye on the proceedings. Behind the bar stands a young dwarf bartender uh, working away furiously, and next to him, the pub's owner and operator, a human woman. Uh, Amy, would you like to introduce your character?
1: Hello, I am Amy, and I'm playing Megara. She's a human uh, rogue, and this is her pub.
0: Well, what's Meg's sort of disposition at this time? What's she, what's she up to as the, the evening's unfolding?
1: Well, she's keeping an eye on Sandy, the poor unfortunate poet. <laughs> um, though Slab, her bouncer, is doing a really good um, a job of that. She's just mainly just keeping an eye on the regulars,
0: spotting any new faces. Speaking of new faces, uh, sat at the bar. ...is a tiefling. dragon. would you like to introduce your character?
2: So, my tiefling is called Ruby. She is small for a tiefling, with re- rich, deep red skin. Um, unusually, for one of her race, she is not wearing shoes or boots, revealing that she has, unusually, cloven hooves. But as she is now travelling in a mountainous area... This, this seemed relatively sensible. Mm. She has kept her longsword on her um, and quite clearly looks like she's capable of using it.
0: Alrighty. So, it, would you say this is your first time in Shalefast and well, and the fantastic uh, squeezebox, or, or do you, if you passed through here before?
2: I think it's my first time here.
0: Okay. So your 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 travel um through the mountains to get here has been um I would say probably fairly uneventful if you if you made your way up the trade road. Um it's you know it's a sort of it's fairly well patrolled and it's you know it's a fairly peaceful time in in just sort of the the country in general. That's not to say that there aren't bandits here and there, you know sort of a few sort of roving roving bands causing trouble, but it by and large isn't you know there's no kind of general sense of danger on the roads and that you know people travel fairly you know, fairly easily. Um, what brought you to the to, to the mountains? What brought you to Shelfast?
2: Ruby is in between um, contracts at the moment. Okay. Um, and she grew up in a very like rural, isolated location.
0: Okay.
2: Um, and she's just quite happy to be wandering around at the moment without any particular place that she needs to be at a specific time.
0: Okay. She's on a gap here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be so lucky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you just about finish your drink, and uh, the uh, second bartender, other than uh, the human Meg, a, uh, a young-looking dwarf, comes over and says, uh, "Anything else?"
2: Oh. Um. I'd like another beer, please.
0: All right. Uh, local specials. The uh, Barovia best. Another one of that, was it?
2: Yep, that's fine by me.
0: He sort of goes off and pours you a drink, and he's just putting it down on the the bar in front of you when the uh, the door, well, the one of the doors, clatters open, and sort of gangly, tall, quite young-looking human sort of stumbles in. He's got a a cloak over his shoulder and sort of some fairly new-looking sort of uh, armor vest on. Struggles to. Close the the door behind him. It's quite a windy day out, uh, windy evening out. And um, as he does, there's of a couple of sort of chuckling dwarves in the corner, sort of clearly making a joke of, "Oh look, look at this, another another human coming in." He sort of he looks around. He's he looks a little bit bewildered, but he sort of straightens his cloak and is flattens his hair down and walks up to the bar um, in front of you, Meg.
1: What can I get you?
0: Uh, um. <clears throat> Uh, a, a pint of your your best beer, uh, my good lady. Uh, quite a quite a bracing wind out there. I need to refresh myself.
1: <laughs> ah, well, then you'll want a BB then. Coming right up.
0: BB. Well, I I'll say I haven't quite heard of that particular vintage, but uh, yes, uh, yes, that Oh,
1: be it's my own brew. It's my own brew.
0: Ah, Barovia's
1: well. best. All my nightmares put into the bin
0: i i'm sure that will be fine yes it sounds <laughs> sounds like a a, a a drink to a drink to uh really get uh, get things rolling <laughs> uh, yes he sort of um he's sort of looking around uh, around the bar and uh, catches the sort of sight of you ruby and sort of not gives you a sort of look of like ha ah, uh, yes. hello guess <laughs> hello how are you
2: ruby i just- acknowledges the eye contact but uh, does not smile back
0: you sort of see that the, the sort of a quite nervous looking sort of smile sort of waver a little bit like uh, uh, okay and he sort of <laughs> turns, turns away sort of drumming his hands on the bar um,
1: I'd, I'd imagine meg kind of observed that reaction and kind of just grins to herself she's cleaning <laughs> some glasses going idiot <laughs>
0: He, uh, I take it you, you poured him the drink and everything, and um,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He said sort of, he takes a sip of it and sort of, you can see him. You, I mean, how strong is how strong is a BV? Is it quite? He said it's got all I... of your nightmares in it.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's <laughs> well, gonna create some, some magic. Um, I'd imagine, oh, it is probably my like my favourite beer in the world. Which is Belgian beer called Triple Carmelite? Okay. Um, and I think it's eight and a half percent.
0: Okay, so. Um, And it's an
1: amber. It's an amber beer as well. It's
0: got it's got a bit of a kick to it then, as far as beers go. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he obviously doesn't realise this when you give it to him, and uh, he takes not a he's not downing it or anything, but he takes sort of a a good sort of um, a good mouthful, sort of. he, he, you see the sort of. I, I tell you, you keeping an eye on him as he as he does so. Yeah. Yeah, he sort of. You can see him sort of almost splutter, but then he sort of. A little bit of panic in the eyes, and he sort of. <coughs> <coughs> that's good stuff. Puts it down on the bar. There's uh, yes, Yes, that's, that's, uh, <coughs> that's good, yes. He really hits the spot.
1: up. I wouldn't lie about my own brew.
0: Yes. Well, uh, that's a. Sure, uh, plenty of uh, plenty of uh, that's that's an adventuring man's beer. Well, all all ladies' beer. I I, I um I uh, you know put uh, put uh, I don't. Know. It's it's a good beer. It's a good beer. He seems to sort of, uh, take a little sort of extra sort of. He, he sort of picks me up, and he's a bit more of a kind of. um, tentative sip <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: more measured yeah he's, sort of,
0: <laughs> he's nursing it a little bit so sort of, yes that's good kind of stands there for a good few minutes as he's sort of watching the the, the poet uh, sandy uh, finish uh, another one of his uh, uh, recitations he's frowning a little bit sort of clearly <laughs> clearly not a complete idiot because he's realized sandy isn't a very good poet and as um, uh, sandy sort of Leaves the stage to a mixture of polite applause and booze the uh, The man uh, turns back to you and says, "Look, um, this is a bit of an odd ask, but uh, I'm actually looking for any kind of um well, I don't want to use the term sell swords. It has uh, some uh, negative connotations, but uh, stout-hearted adventuring folks to uh, uh, join me on a uh, a quest of great importance uh, yes that that'll do. You would you happen to know anybody uh, around here uh, with that kind of uh, proclivity uh, for high adventure and uh, renown?
1: Well, this is really a merchant town. It's called the coming and going in traffic, so adventurers do come by every now and again, but... Uh, I've been on a fair few adventures myself. Though I've got my pup to think about now. Um. Tiflid over there looks like she can wield a sword.
0: Yeah, she certainly looks like she can handle herself. Um, <laughs> uh, well, well, maybe perhaps I'll, I'll ask her. I'm, see, I'm, pu- I'm putting together an, uh, an expedition of, of sorts. Um, we are going to be heading deep into the uh, deep into the mountain range to uh, the legendary peak known as the Winged Peak. We're going to be the first group to climb it in 200 years. Can really put my name on the map.
1: Oh, you're climbing it, so no actual fighting or dealing with demons or running away from hippies or weird creatures.
0: Well, um, you never know. <laughs> I do not know about hippies around here, but uh, well, is, uh, I must say this is, this is actually my first time in the in the in this the Drake Sea Mountains. I, I'm not I'm not too sure what we might run into, but um. Yes.
1: How many in your team have you got right now?
0: Well, for for, for now, it's, it's it's just me and my uh, me and my my horse. Um, but uh, yes, obviously, the the more people, the better. Really, you never know what we might run into. Adventure. Uh oh, okay.
2: Can Ruby hear this conversation?
0: Um, I mean it's kind of noisy in here but um go ahead and make a perception check for me 10 Okay um you're you're kind of catching bits and pieces of it with a 10 i I'll say you know it's not um you know it's, it's kind of noisy in here it's kind of a it's a pretty busy evening really you know this is your first time in the in the pub but you're kind of um, you're sensing it. it is a little bit of a sort of bustling night destination you know it's not it's not just dwarves in here there are a couple of others obviously yourself included um, yeah, a lot of sort of background background noise, but you're catching sort of snips. Okay. You maybe don't catch Meg pointing the guy towards you, but you sort of hear a little bit about, you know, him sort of putting together an expedition, shall we say. You know, you don't catch all the details, but sort of get the idea that this guy is asking for help.
2: Um, having caught some interesting words in there, mm-hmm. Ruby's going to just turn and watch them okay. just now. <laughs>
0: So you, you turn and watch just as um, the the um, the guy sort of turns back to you, sort of almost basically straight towards you. He's not right next to you at the bar, he's sort of six, ten feet along the bar. Sort of catches you, you know, he's obviously about to head towards you and you just basically turn and look straight at him. And you sort of caught a little bit by surprise. Oh, yes, uh, uh, hello. Oh, it's
1: a meat cute. It's a meat cute.
0: <laughs> Does Meg say that out loud?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Well, yes he's a, he's a little bit taken aback so oh uh, yes uh, hello again uh, um, I've, I've well this might be a little bit um I mean stop me if I stop me if I'm mistaken um, uh, this uh, this charming uh, charming bar lady here has, uh, has informed me that you might be of the sort to be uh, taking part in a uh, wealth so, adventuring uh, and uh, you know acts of uh, acts of renown shall we say
2: I might be what sort of Adventure? Were you thinking of?
0: Well, okay. Here's here's. Uh, well, let me let me give you the pitch. As it were, I am leading uh, an expedition to the uh, the legendary Winged Peak, further into the mountain range. We will be the first to scale it in nearly two hundred years, uh, thus cementing ourselves in uh, the history books, and uh, buying me a. Uh, spot in the explorer's guild it promises to be uh well well i'm not quite sure what it promises to be i've the, the path will surely be dangerous but uh, who knows what we will run into
2: and what are you offering to adventurers to accompany you
0: well i, I mean uh obviously you know we uh go down in history as uh, members of the legendary uh the legendary expedition expedition of uh, Jackson Black, uh, uh, but uh, if that is if that is not enough, uh, I have uh, well, I've got gold. I, I can I can pay, but uh, yes, n- name your price.
2: Hmm. I will accompany you.
0: Ah, good, good to hear it. Uh, well, uh, this uh, surely will be a, an excellent partnership. The first to uh, first to accomplish this heroic feat. <laughs> Ever since the dragon slayers uh, disappeared, uh, nobody has been up that way.
2: Excellent. Uh, You may struggle to find some other adventurers if they know that tiefling is accompanying you.
0: Oh, why is that?
2: We are not always thought kindly of in some places.
1: One of my best friends was a tiefling. Osmond. Great little guy. Not all tieflings are bad.
2: I don't mind them. I didn't say we are all bad. Merely that some people are suspicious of us.
0: Well, not, uh, not me. You can. Uh, I'll take any help I can get.
1: You know, I kind of want to go out in the mountain air. I just haven't had the time to get some vacation time for myself.
0: Right, away from this uh, this wonderful place?
1: Well... Not that I don't like, lo- lo- I love this place. It's my home. This is my business. I, I live, breathe, and work this place. But sometimes it's nice to get a bit of perspective. And climbing a mountain, you can't exactly get more perspective than that.
0: At this point, um, Sandy the dwarf walks up to the um, up to the bar. Says, "Ah, hello, Meg. Uh, uh, I think they really liked that one. Um, can I? Can I get a?" I'm gonna get a half measure of one of the BBs. I'm gonna go give them an encore performance.
1: Oh God, Sunday. Just why? Why can't I just kill you? <laughs> I'm just gonna like timing into a drink, just going. Why can't? Why? Why did I agree to this?
0: But you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't think they want uh, an encore of my new one? You'd rather have one of my classics.
1: What about the one about the dragon eggs?
0: Was a tra- yeah.
1: That was a particularly good one.
0: I've sort of moved on from dirty limericks, but uh, yes, uh, that you did, did you're right, it did go down a little bit better. Okay, well I'll have to run downstairs and get my notebook, but uh, yes. Better hold on to that half.
1: I'll I'll have that drink ready for you, w don't, don't you worry.
0: Okay. <laughs> and he start oh. he stumps off <laughs> to force the stairs.
1: When do we leave?
0: Oh, well, um whenever we like, is it?
2: Meg's just going to look at Ruby. He's like, how long will it take you to get ready? Just let me grab my things.
0: Excellent. Excellent, yes.
2: Give, quite. give me five
1: minutes while I sort the pup out and grab my bag.
0: Aha, I will, uh, well, uh, I will go to the, the stables and uh, prepare my horse and... Um, mm-hmm i'll meet the I'll, I shall meet the two of you there uh, post haste <laughs> he downs the rest of his his b and gets a sudden again look of panic in his eyes and um <laughs> as if he would forgotten about it and just sort of puts the puts the drink and then sort of swaying slightly sort of heads towards the door
1: <laughs> <laughs> might have to take a flask of that with me <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um you're kind of preparing your bits and pieces. Uh, Ricky, the, uh, the bartender, uh, he says, "Going away for a bit then, boss. Uh,
1: if I could get away permanently from Sandy, I would. But it's only for a short trip.
0: Uh, I'll keep an eye on him.
1: Make sure nobody kills him.
0: I'll do my best.
1: He's dead, I'm dead.
0: Me and the slab will keep an eye on him. Don't worry.
1: If he causes too much mischief, though, you know what to do lock him in his room for three days
0: lock him in his room yeah yeah that's the one till he calms down till he
1: calms down
0: or until no more rhyming couplets oh christ no
1: not the couplets, not the couplets. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: yeah you, can, you can you can count on me boss
1: good right where's my squeeze box
0: it's hung up over the fireplace
1: why is it over there it should be should be underneath the bar <laughs> in its pride place. <laughs> so when I so when I'm pouring drinks and I get bored, I can just play it in the corner.
0: If I, if I remember right, you were you had a had a couple of drinks yourself, and it's look, I'll go get it for you.
1: Too right you will. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Don't
1: tell me what I did when I was drunk i was testing the bb you knew this
0: yeah well, we, we we too many hops in the new batch yeah i remember
1: it's a bad day it was a bad day <laughs> i'm like stuffing stuff into my bag because yeah. i'm so annoyed <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so <laughs> should we say then an so that between uh, well ruby have you, you just said you got to grab your stuff have you where was your stuff what, we, what was your plan in town? Had you dropped your stuff off somewhere, or you, are you talking literally just about a bag?
2: Yeah, I d- dropped my stuff off. Um, so I hired a room somewhere and just dropped my uh, ranged weapons there. They're not that much use mm-hmm. inside the town. Okay. Um, so I'd grab a couple of bits that are, like, travelling-type things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to um, say, is there anything specific... The two of you want to get with mountaineering in mind before you leave town or, or anything you want to do in town before meeting up with this uh, well, I, I was I kinda of dropped it very quickly into conversational, but his name was uh Jackson Black before you meet him at the stables.
1: Um, I'd probably just get my basic adventuring gear and mm-hmm. good fit and shoes, some like climbing climbing gear a bit with like mainly ropes and Break
2: out yeah, the good boots and things. Stick. Yeah, yeah, and a walking in st- a good walking stick.
0: Cool. Okay.
2: So I've got rope, and I've got I can hunt for us, so we can get food as we travel. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to get things like ice spikes to uh, help us clean up?
0: Yeah, you could definitely. I would say that would be. Um, There'd be places in this, you know. It's a mountain t- town. It's a mining town. You know, mm. dwarves are quite mm. well stocked with this kind of stuff. So you you could probably pick some of that up with very little, uh, very little difficulty. Yeah.
2: I think I should pick up a, um, a few of the. Can't remember the right word for them. Pitons. Yes. Yes.
0: Don't know, I pulled we'll that, that from them somewhere. Them I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, however many is a.
0: A reasonable amount, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, between the two of you, you know, you manage to gather some sensible supplies and things and find your way to the uh, Shalefast stables where um, it's pretty easy to find uh, this uh, young man, uh, Jackson Black, who is sort of preparing a quite, you'd say, quite fancy looking horse. The saddles will... You know, well made. The horse has clearly been like groomed quite well, and everything. It doesn't look like a sort of. I wouldn't say it's a working horse. Not the like the kind of ponies and things that you see traders around here pulling their carts with, or anything like that. He doesn't have a lot of gear with him, but it seems like he has got a sort of pack slung over the the back of the horse. So it, it doesn't look completely unprepared. You know, you were expecting though, <laughs> with his talk of leading a grand expedition, that maybe it it just strikes you, I should say, that it just strikes you that maybe he. He should have more stuff with him, but um, yeah, <laughs> just say that.
1: Meg's just gonna look at the horse's legs and be like, "Oh, these skinny chicken legs."
0: Oh, this is, uh, uh, my, this is my horse Whisper. Uh, yes. Had her since I was a uh, since I was a young boy.
1: Uh, has she climbed many mountains? Well, we uh, uneven ground.
0: We we rode up the the, the the down the trade road to get here. Didn't seem to have too much trouble.
2: We will need to bring some supplies for the horse.
0: Oh, I've got, I've got, uh, I've, got uh, I've got some supplies: There's a bag of oats and a carrot or um, two. It should be fine.
2: There won't be vegetation on some parts of the mountain.
0: Really?
1: That's... Yeah, we'll need a little bit really. more.
0: Oh well. Hmm. That's... Okay. Um. There's a sort of um, stable hand kind of um, over one corner. There's you you there. I I wish to um, wish to inquire as to uh, buy some supplies for for Whisper here. He pats the horse, which Winnie's sort of friendly. um, Dwarf kind of looks. He says, uh, "I'll be. uh, How many days of supplies do you want?" Oh, he turns to you. Well, uh, Hmm. that's a very good. How how many days? Well, uh. Give me just one second. He pulls out a... He goes into his pack and pulls out, like, a sort of... A map. Well, uh, not too far from the mountains. About 30 miles from the mountains. A day there. Meg's just
1: going to look at Ruby. Was this really a good idea?
0: Uh Oh.
2: In the mountains, you cover less distance in a day.
0: Mm, Well, that makes sense, I suppose. All right, well...
2: You will not be much faster on the horse then we will be on foot.
0: Oh, wow. I'm thought of that. I mean,
2: Yeah, why don't you
1: just give poor Whispers a a holiday? Whisper's... She could have a holiday here in the stables.
0: Oh.
2: Or, do you know of any youngsters who could be trusted to bring a horse back here? Oh, I know plenty. The horses helping carrying supplies would be very useful.
1: Mm, that's true.
2: But there will come a point where the horse probably can't continue up the mountain. Yeah. If we have someone who can bring Whispers safely back here, that should give us the best of both.
1: I know, just the boy for this. Give me a minute, I'll go find Nairn.
0: Jackson Black looks to me, oh, this all sounds like, glad they are bringing you two along, you seem to know what you're doing. I mean, of course I know what I'm doing, but you, you seem rather capable.
1: I'm just going to come back with a little teenager, half elf, blonde, shaggy hair, a bit mischievous, um, and he's called Nairn. Uh,
0: Nairn, sort of. So, oh, uh, hello, hello, sir. I can, uh, I'll take care of the horse. No, no problem at all.
1: Nairn's a good lad.
0: Oh, that's good of you to say, madam. Uh, Jackson and so Oh well, yes, quite okay. Well, so the plan is you, you will come with us then. Uh, to Nairn. Did you say uh, you will, you will come with us then to the the. To the mountain, and um, when we can uh, travel no further, you will bring uh, bring Whisper here back to the stables for a good rest. How does that sound? Yes, sir, uh, sir, that's, uh, that I, I think I can do, I think I can handle that, yes. Looks looks to you, Megasus You said he'd pay.
1: Yeah, yeah, he will. Okay. But I'm going to give you a coin now, and you'll get the rest when you, when you take him back, and when we get back, and we see that the horse is fine. I'm not having any funny business like last time, Nairn.
0: I told you that wasn't my fault. Aye. All right, all right. He holds out a hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give him a coin.
0: It Go dis- on. Disappears just Get off. your stuff. All right, okay. He disappears off, comes back with like a travelling cloak and backpack. And... So, uh, how, how long are we going to be... Mum mum wants to know when I'll be back.
1: Well, we're not sure. Hopefully within a week.
0: Okay, uh, well that should be fine. That should be fine. Um Hopefully. dad won't be back for another 10 days anyway so uh, he won't miss me alright so (laughs) gathering the party then (laughs) is led by uh, this um, rather you you would guess you're um, a little bit unsure as to his confidence but blustery I should say uh, man Jackson Black who I I did did I properly say he, he strikes you as not maybe being older than 25 a bit gangly but you know sure of his purpose <laughs> him leading uh, followed by uh, Ruby and Meg and the newly minted state uh, horse attendant I don't know is that a, is that a job horse attendant sure why not um, a groomsman groomsman there we go <laughs> newly minted groomsman uh, Nairn and the four of you uh, set out into the, uh, the rapidly darkening evening it is about 20 miles in a straight line from Shalefast to the Winged Peak, but uh, this being a mountain range, it's <laughs> not exactly uh, a straight line walk. It's going to take you, you, would think, probably maybe a day and a half, two days to get there, just due to the terrain. So, how would you like to proceed? There's a, there's a few different sort of, few different kind of routes and things. I think you know, to you know, especially Meg, who's been in the area. Maybe Nan could. Um, maybe suggest you could take a more southerly route taking uh, a little bit further distance-wise to get there but going further down the trade road before heading into the sort of more untamed mountain passes it would take a little bit longer before you kind of head directly towards the mountain but that would mean that the start of your journey is going to be a little bit more comfortable or you could pretty much immediately leave the trade road which the trade road passes sort of straight past yeah shehaft is on the side of the trade road basically um, you could pretty much all you could pretty much immediately leave that and head off into the mountains and it's a bit of a shorter distance sort of straight line, but you might run into a few more difficulties going that way. It's sort of up to you
1: mm-hmm. I'm going to relay these options and mm-hmm. open the floor for anyone to have any more suggestions.
2: Would be asked to have a look at the map
0: mm-hmm.
2: Um, and looking at it, the options are either a moderate descent southwest, or we stay on the road halfway to Grey Reach and then cut back up along the valley. Yes, right. Well, will bring us to roughly the same approach to the mountain.
0: Yes, seems to be. If this map's to be, be believed at anyway, rate, huh. I, I trust the man who sold it to me?
2: There's more
1: protection on the trade route as well. Um, if we go off route too early, we might run run into trouble. Trouble? Well... Well, not everywhere is rosy. Hmm. There are some ruffians about.
0: Ruffians? Well, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be no match for us. But uh, whatever you think is best.
2: I would say the, the trade route for some of the descendants. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, very well. It'd be
2: much easier on the horse as well.
0: Oh, quite okay. Um, very well. Uh, southward we go. I defer to your wisdom in this matter, as you've only got the one horse. <laughs> he's going to be sort of sat on it, but I'm assuming just sort of you're just going to be kind of trotting along, basically at walking speed. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine that we could all maybe hitch ride with like. Passing traders
2: like hitch on their carts or something.
0: You can certainly, yeah, you could you could wait around for a cart if you wanted.
2: I don't know how happy they'll be to pick people up at night.
1: Mm,
0: that's true.
2: Well, we
1: can see when we if there's any when we're
2: wandering. Yep.
0: Yeah, see if you run into anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So setting off southwards then on the trade road. It's as I said, it's it's probably about. But by the time you set off it's definitely sort of getting dark. It was it was evening time when, you know, this all sort of started. Um it is kind of late summer, so you know, it's not fully dark till, you know, later on at night. Um but by the time you're kind of setting off, it's probably I'd say half eight, nine o'clock at night. So you probably wouldn't get a full day's travel in just on the you know, straight away. It would be make sense to camp at a certain point. Hmm. Unless you wish to sort of push on through the night, that's kind of—I'll leave that to you.
2: No, I think we should just dig steady. Yeah, I think we should camp. I'm not sure how well Jackson will do (laughs) Um, in the dark. At the very start, (laughs) (laughs) we'd probably
1: freak him out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, So you make it about ten miles out of. Out of shell fast, and it's it's really getting you know dark, um, and you know it's, it's a good sort of you know as, you, as you're mostly kind of on putting that you know you, you put in a couple of hours of travel really, and at this point yeah Jackson is sort of you know he's he's he, you're noticing actually, you know what because <laughs> we're playing a game can I get an insight check <laughs> from anybody who wants to be <laughs> keeping an eye on that's right we're playing a game I'm not just telling a story. There we go. Sixteen. Okay, I'll give it on a sixteen. Yeah. As as you're going on, um, you begin to notice that um, Jackson is starting to look a little bit, uh, a little bit more wary. You you would think that maybe um, he's kind of thinking that he he's you know he can't be seen sort of <laughs> uh, letting his guard down a little. Well, not letting his guard down, but you know letting down the facade a little bit. Um, <laughs> plus, you know, you have dark vision, so you can. You can just see him perfectly fine, and yeah, he's starting to look a little bit worried. You can see his sort of his eyes sort of darting back and forth. You know, your talk of them being ruffians about might have sort of uh, shaken him a, a little bit, should we say? And um, as I say, you make it about ten miles, and he sort of says, uh, "Well, uh, do uh, yes, did you think maybe maybe now might be a good spot to find somewhere to set up camp?" Been a bit, uh, a bit late, isn't it? <laughs> when I start out fresh first thing in the morning.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's make a. Let's go find a space and.
0: Yeah. Okay. Can I get a survival check from one of you? Whoever wants to do it. Twenty total from Ruby, and four from Meg. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ruby may be a bit more capable in this, uh, this particular thing. Um,
1: Meg's retired. Meg semi-retired. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You're used to the pub life. You got a, you know, you've got a bedroom yeah. and stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ruby, you find. Um, fairly easily a sort of uh, just off the road like a little kind of sheltered sort of not like a hollow not like it's not like a cave or anything but you're kind of away and like not quite visible from the road if that makes sense you know a kind of yeah. a safe looking spot where you think you know you should be able to notice people coming and they won't see you if they're just rolling past on the road yeah okay um, so yeah you're able to uh, set up a little campsite uh Jackson sort of Sort of unrolls like a kind of um, ground mat and uh, sort of pulls a uh, sort of a bed roll out. And sort of, it's clearly that it hasn't been used. Basically, oh, this is all <laughs> this is all a bit uh, all a bit exciting, isn't it? I, I had. Uh, it's all new to me. I suppose. Uh, yeah, it's just, you're all used to living living out here in the out here in the mountains. This must be an everyday thing for you, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, isn't it exciting?
2: Well, um, I grew up in the mountains. Oh, not these mountains, oh, but okay. mountains.
0: How do how do these differ then uh, from from your mountains, sir? Uh, uh Tiefling lady.
2: <laughs> There's still trees. Oh. At this point, we alternated between scorching heat and very cold winters. Mm. You cool. would not go outside in those winters if you could avoid it. Oh,
0: no, not quite. <laughs> Uh, where I'm from, we uh, we tend to uh, head out to the hunting lodge for, for winter. Plenty of, uh, plenty of firewood there. <laughs> it's not not quite like this. I'll say, there's a, there's a few trees where you're at at the moment, but it's definitely like you're in a mountain pass, basically. And I think there's not a yep. lot of, you know, forests around here. Um, <laughs> are you going to start a fire, or are you just going to sort of... Well, what was the thing? You're just bedding straight down?
1: I think we'd probably have a fire just for a little bit. And um, then yeah? probably
0: yeah. bed down pretty quickly. Okay, all right. Yeah, he, uh, he as as the fire started here, uh, sort of warming his hands and like, yeah. So, and imagine it would get quite chilly up here. Yes,
2: it's very cold overnight. Hmm. Well. Being this close to the road,
0: we should keep a watch overnight. Oh well, yes, yeah, that sounds like quite a quite a good idea. Um, what are you, young Nana? Uh, would you like to uh, keep, keep watch on this campsite for us? Sort oh of.
1: we'll have to take it in turns so everybody gets sleep,
0: oh yeah well that oh, that, well, that makes a lot of sense I was uh yes okay uh, <laughs> Nairn sort of looks at you sort of a little bit kind of like raised eyebrow sort of. uh yes well i I will uh I'll keep watch first if you if that's what you think sir.
1: Cheers, Nairn.
0: yeah no, no worries mm, uh, miss
1: <laughs> wake me up
2: on my turn
0: I uh, will do yeah I so. will
2: take the watch. In the darkest part of the night, I have the best vision for it.
0: Okay, probably probably best that you would take second watch then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, that's fine. Then I'll I'll be third.
0: That's All right. good. So uh, Nan takes first watch, and uh, the uh, the three of uh, the other three of you manage to get your heads down a bit. Um, doesn't seem like there's anything going on. There no um, disturbances during Nairn's watch, so he uh, he wakes you up, Ruby. With a sort of little shake, uh, "Miss, Miss, it's um, it's your turn for, for the watch. Nothing to report."
2: Excellent. Thank you, Nairn.
0: No worries.
2: And Ruby goes and sits by the fire with her crossbow mm-hmm. next to her, easy
0: reach. Okay. Can I get a perception check from you? Thirteen. Okay. So, um, yeah, about an hour or so goes by, and not really much sign of anything. You do hear, sort of far off in the distance, uh, not from the direction of the road, but kind of, almost like it's sort of echoing up the the valley. Signs of life, a little bit. You know, nothing. Nothing that you can kind of discern exactly what it is. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's particularly close, but just sort of like it sounds like more like an animal noise than anything else. Um, as I say you know with a 13 you wouldn't know exactly what it is
2: yeah
0: as I say it doesn't sound sound... too close really
2: Okay. does it sound more like predator or prey
0: can you give me a nature check on that one 16 it sounds more like a predator it could be a wolf of some kind
2: okay that's fair
0: but as, um, as, as I say, it, 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 with the echoing around the, the hills and that, it, it definitely doesn't sound like it's not like coming over from the other side of the rock or anything like that. Um, <laughs> it, it's more like it's sort of echoing up the valley and it is quite quiet, you know, so it's a, a little way distant, but um, yeah, that's okay. pretty much anything you notice during your shift.
2: Ruby isn't very concerned. She was she'd expect there to be wolves somewhere in this range.
0: Mm, yeah.
2: Not too many of them,
0: but No, but um, they are known to be around here. Yeah. Okay. But um, I'd say the rest of your watch uh, passes without incident.
2: Okay. At the end of my shift, I wake up Meg. Um, I know. Uh, So, there are some wolves deeper in the mountains. Doesn't sound like they're close, it doesn't sound like they're interested.
1: Fair enough. Cool. I'll keep an eye on them.
2: Other than that, all's quiet.
0: You notice that um, Jackson has sort of—he's kind of quite tightly curled up into his um, sort of sleeping. Sort of, he's got like his bedroll sort of thing, and he's he sort of seems to have rolled a little closer to the fire than he was when you started your shift, but not in a dangerous way. But just like was as if he's sort of like it's maybe a little bit colder than he was expecting, and he's sort of yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna chuckle. <laughs>
2: Aye, he doesn't know what he's got himself into at all. I don't think he's been outside before. He'll (laughs) learn. But I would rather... I'd rather him sleep through the night than us have to carry him during the day.
1: Yep. Anyway,
2: I shall see you in the morning. Sleep well. Ruby beds down and
0: goes to sleep quickly. Okay, Meg, can I get a perception check from you, please? Yeah. Five.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus three.
0: Damn it. <laughs> uh, you don't notice anything. Yeah, it's all you know, all quiet on the uh, <laughs> during your shift. I see no nothing. signs of no signs of life, no signs of uh, anything.
1: <laughs> Is it perhaps because I have a bottle of um, BB with me and I'm quietly <laughs> taking a few sips?
0: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but I mean. It's, you've developed a little bit of a drinking habit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know, you know, it's a pub. You have lock-ins, you have everything. You know, you brought a bottle with you. You said that earlier. You know, I brought two bottles with me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you know, you, it's, you, you awakened. You know, you're used to having a full night's sleep. So this is your first time back out on the road in a while. You know, so maybe you woke up, I mean, you're a little bit sort of bleary-eyed. You thought, oh, I'll just have a quick drink while I'm awake. Keep me going. And um, yeah. yeah.
1: I, m- I miss everything.
0: Yeah. Don't notice anything at all. Um, except the, you do notice when the uh, the sun begins to rise. The way, that, the way that the sort of the valley that you're in is kind of laid out. It's sort of, you're kind of sheltered from the, the sun. So by the time, like the, the sky is getting light, but the sun isn't breaking over the mountains at all just yet. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe if you were on like on like the plains then yes the sun would be visible, but it's a little bit later on that the sun would actually rise over the, the sort of surrounding peaks. But uh, yeah, it begins morning has morning has broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, I go and wake up um Jackson for his turn. Yeah, oh uh, try yes. and get oh. a few hours.
0: Oh, is it uh, morning already? <laughs>
1: ah. No, not quite. We've still had a few hours until the sun properly rises, but oh, um what? You just keep an eye out. I haven't seen anything heard anything. there was wolves earlier um, wolves. But oh. well, they were far off. they were quite a few uh, they were far enough away not to bother us um but yeah, nothing nothing interesting oh
0: well, uh, i'm gonna uh, get
1: I'm gonna get some sleep now.
0: I'll keep an eye on uh, things uh, maybe uh, a spot of uh, sort of breakfast on the go I suppose yes of an early start for me
1: try not to wake everybody up
0: oh well I'll I'll do my best yes (laughs) I'm actually going to roll a stealth check I think for him you know just for (laughs) comedy's sake (laughs) three so (laughs) I rolled a three on stealth for him as he um sort of settles himself down and you can sort of hear him sort of rummaging you are trying to get back to sleep. You can hear him rummaging through his pack quite loudly. Kind of there's a couple of sort of Jingle jingle. Yeah, he's obviously got like a mess tin or something in there as he's sort of knocking it about, you know, sounds of metal moving and then um like a quite noisy sound of some a liquid of some sort being poured into the, the metal container. Um, and <laughs> that's not quite I mean, probably not as loud as it seems, but you're trying to get back to sleep, and you can just hear the sounds of sort of slurping and like sort of like a <laughs> kind of nice, <laughs> you know. He's clearly not that great at keeping quiet. Um, you kind of just about managed to doze back off again. So yeah, I mean, I'd say the three of you are woken by the sort of the uh, the rising of the sun, rather than him. Keeping good time and waking you up and saying we should go now. Um, when you do awake, you look and see him. Sort of, he's not really paying much attention to stuff. He's sort of sat on a rock and kind of just sort of looking around. A little bit of a sort of starry-eyed kind of eyes, you know, at the um, at the environment. You know, the the surrounding mountains. It's quite lovely here, isn't it? Yeah. Well, oh, oh, you're awake again. Yes, good. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Ready for, uh, ready for another day on the road?
2: Ruby yes. mm. stretches slowly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they slept all right, actually.
0: Ah, good. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. Right, well, up and at them, shall we say. <laughs> okay, I was just going to say we can probably skip over breakfast and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so back on the road, it's kind of mid-morning when you reach the point where you think you should probably be leaving the uh, leaving the trade road and heading off into the mountains. Was this the point where you wanted to send uh, the half-off boy back with the horse, or did you want to, uh, what are you thinking?
2: Depends how rough the terrain is. Um, yeah. I think we can probably have the horse for a bit longer.
0: You could go a little further, yeah, um, but it is, it is going to be a little bit rough. Um, rough mm-hmm. going. So, like I say, it's totally up to you.
2: I think we should keep the horse another day, okay, and see how we get on. Yeah, yeah. Because that
1: we do, then we can let near and go back, and we'll just take carry the rest of our stuff.
0: Okay. So, as you as you get ready to leave the road, you, you take another look at the map, and you reckon you could probably make it sort of again half the remaining distance uh, before the sun goes down again, and then be ready to really get to the mountain the following day. Just because of the, you know, the the toughness of the terrain and such, as you are making your way, then uh, you make your way off of the um, off of the trade road and into the more sort of tougher ground. Uh, it's really sort of untamed kind of mountain scrub and and rocks and things. There is a bit of, you know, there is still some vegetation as you are making your way up the valley, but it's it's more kind of it's kind of light like grasses and things like that, and it's quite rocky terrain as you are going. You do know you do notice that you are sort of heading up. An, an incline, a slow incline, you know, it's quite a long valley. Um, but looking back, you can actually see that the trade road is, you know, it's lower than you where, you know, you're going uphill.
2: Um. <laughs> you <laughs> can is always see the... a hill more clearly when you look back.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going a natural in... path. Um yeah I mean there there is a fairly sort of natural route that you're going and maybe there was a river mm. that ran down this you know down, you know carved this valley at some point it's no longer here uh mm. but um so yeah it, it's it's not too tough going like as I say you look back after about an hour and you can see that you've you've actually come up quite a ways a couple of hours into the trip um up the valley the, the natural path is kind of leading over like a little bit of a rise can I get a perception check from you guys that's so 11 from Ruby 21 from Meg okay. I'm not
1: blind
0: <laughs> So Meg you notice before anybody else but there is a sort of slight wisp on the air of you get a sudden sort of wisp of smoke You can't see it but you can definitely sort of like oh I can smell smoke real quick Smoke?
1: Oh does anyone else smell that? Where's it coming from?
0: You 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 are the first one to um, smell it. The others sort of don't seem to have noticed it quite as you as you're going, but a few steps further on, yes, I'd say with an eleven, Ruby, yeah, you eventually sort of after Meg says, "Is that smoke?" You go, "Oh yeah!" Suddenly you can you can pick it out, but it does appear to be coming from up ahead.
2: Hmm. One of us should go ahead and check where that smoke's coming from. I don't want us to walk blindly into a bandit camp, no. or some description. I will go.
0: Oh, bandits, you say? Well, yes, but better, uh, better have our wits about us. You say? Yes, do be, do be careful, my dear.
1: I'll scout ahead a bit, see what's, see if I can see anything.
0: Okay, being stealthy, I take it
1: yeah Okay. can we I get a stealth check
0: a secret from secret stuff. you first I have a see- <laughs> well that's uh, that's a one <laughs> you do have a Next plus drunk. you do have a plus three on that but I mean a, is it still an it's still a natural one? one yeah <laughs> so yeah I'm drunk <laughs> <laughs> as Meg had like a hip flask that she's just been like having a go on every once in a while would you probably say? yeah <laughs> Probably <laughs> brought more booze than she needed to. Um, so uh, yeah, you're trying to be kind of stealthy as you're sort of scrambling up this ridge, but you keep just putting your feet on like kind of loose gravel and it's just kind of scraping down and everything. And it's let's just say you're not being particularly stealthy.
1: I am a cat in the china shop,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but you do make it up to the ridge and you kind of peek over and you can see down below you uh sort of just down down the rise is a group of uh, of seven people um who do sort of seem to be look kind of looking around kind of trying to figure out where the sound they just heard is coming from they they do look pretty rough i will say they've got like a little bit of a, a cooking fire going um there's a few kind of sacks sort of strewn around of, of like just sort of well just stuff and a couple of kind of Sealed crates, um, you know. The, the, uh, along with that, there's a couple of sort of bedrolls and things there. But they kind of seem to sort of have hands on weapons and are kind of looking around to see where this noise of <laughs> scraping gravel has come from. But the, the best dressed of them is a human. Um, there's six others. There's uh, again another couple of humans. There uh, is sort of there is a, sort of, uh, there's a uh, dwarf with uh, face paint, sort of in like kind of sort of white lines up up over his eyes if that makes sense there is you're not sure if it's an orc or a half orc with them and there are a couple of what look like half elves they're all kind of got hands on weapons and just sort of looking around you can sort of hear go, one of them go well, I think it came over this way it's one of them I
1: immediately duck <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> you duck down you can hear one of them sounds like you can't really tell who it was because you've ducked down you hear someone go it's probably just an animal or something come on Let's get back to the game. You did notice, I would say... Okay, yeah, there's, like, some playing cards out when you look down as well. Oh, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> They're not, like, playing D&D or something. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you duck down. Um, can I get another stealth check from you? Just to see... Now that you've you've ducked again. Sorry, just to... <laughs> the natural one was... You've put them on alert with that first natural one, shall we say? Yeah. Seven. Okay, that's slightly better. But... Um, <laughs> not a great start nope. <laughs> you're just sort of you're there and you're kind of trying to sort of hunker down, you are on the other side of the ridge but you definitely hear one of them say like no I definitely heard something up this way
1: I'm like fuck fuck <laughs> fuck fuck
0: <laughs> and you can hear sounds of scraping gravel coming up the other side of the hill from you
1: oh, I'm going to slip out my dagger okay, just in case
0: yeah, alright
1: um, and I'm going to try and turn can i still see ruby and jackson
0: yeah i'd say they're then they maybe about 50 feet from you down the bottom of the kind of hill 50 to 60 feet
1: i'm gonna make hand gestures of like
2: someone's coming to kill me <laughs> not good <laughs> it's not good okay ruby gets out her crossbow okay Or her longbow sorry Come and ahead. loads it in preparation
0: Alright, so you're kind of. Are you, would you say you're sort of aiming at the top of the hill <laughs> then? Yeah. yeah. Alright, okay. As you've been forewarned, I might give you a surprise round. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be the best way to. Like, normally a surprise would be if you catch them completely by surprise. Mm. And they're not, you know, they've been alerted. But they're maybe not expecting an arrow to the face.
1: <laughs> or a dagger. When or a they come dagger.
0: Over. Yeah. So let's just say then, okay, so Meg, you definitely hear what sounds... You can definitely t- now tell their footsteps, and they're getting closer and closer and closer. Behind you, Ruby, uh, Nan has sort of hidden behind a rock, because, you know, he's just a just a teenager, he hasn't got really anything. Yep. Jackson has, has pulled out a, a sword, and he's sort of, sort of holding it, and, you know, he's he's not, like, shaking or anything, but he's definitely, you can tell he's sort of psyching himself up a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, you hear these footsteps getting closer and closer. And Ruby, you're the first to see because you're kind of you're back and you've got a a view of what looks like a human striding up the other side of the hill, just cresting the top of the hill. Mm. So, what would either of you like to do?
1: I'm gonna let him come further mm-hmm. because I kind of want to surprise attack, just like surprisingly leap out at someone when they're a bit closer. However, if Ruby has a shot, then I'd rather let her take the first one out and wait for, like, someone to come, the next one.
0: I'll leave it up to, to you guys.
2: I'm probably within shouting distance. Mm-hmm. Um, if I call out to them to stay where they are and see if they listen. If they start coming for us, then I'll just need to shoot them. But give them an option to start with.
0: Okay, so... Fair. So you're shouting out the... to the guy, then? Yes. Okay, what do you shout
2: Stop there, or you won't take another step.
0: The guy is what the bloody hey, boys! Couple of travellers down here with a horse. <laughs> All right, I'm not moving. But he sort of got his hands up. But um, Meg, you can definitely hear the sounds of others coming up the hill.
1: I'm going to gesture to uh, Ruby that there's more coming.
0: Yeah, it seems like he hasn't actually noticed you. You're kind of like Ruby caught his attention, but um, when yeah, you move your hand, yeah, I'm kind sort of crouched
1: or crouched yeah. down on the other side. I think.
0: Yeah, let's roll for initiative, and I'll give you guys a surprise round to uh, sort of see, be you know, because you do kind of have a little bit of the jump on him, even though they're they are aware of you. Should we say, okay? Uh, Alright, so I rolled uh, initiatives for Jackson and the Bandit, so we have an order of uh, Ruby, had an 18 Meg, 17, Jackson 12, and the Bandits as a group uh, have 5 So, uh, as you guys have got a surprise round, you basically get to act twice before the Bandits go Uh, So, Ruby, you're first, what would you like to do?
2: Uh, First, I'm going to move closer Mm -hmm. and use uh, I'd like to use my uh, cantrip of thaumaturgy.
0: Okay, uh, let me just look that up. It's been a while. Which uh, effect are you using then with thaumaturgy?
2: I'm going to cause tremors in the ground.
0: Okay, alright. Yeah, that's that's cool. You have a range of 30 feet, so you, I take it. So you're moving forward a bit and then sort yeah. of casting it at the top of the hill. Is that Is that a fair yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. How, how are you... Okay, describe your sort of spellcasting, what pose are striking and stuff? <laughs> I
2: guess. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: or you just stand there looking cool and, like, eyes glow or whatever. I don't know. It's 100% up to you on this.
2: Because uh, her hands are still holding the longbow. Mm-hmm. Um, the longbow is loaded. Uh, she's going to speak the spell. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and just kind of glare at the very top of the hill to help target it there
0: yeah i like it yeah because it's just a verbal component on that i just wondered if you want you were like gonna strike a cool pose or something i don't know it's we're not it's not anime what am i doing
2: (laughs) (laughs) she's far too concerned about keeping the longbow loaded Hmm. yeah ready
0: so uh okay so yeah you, you speak the spell and uh there's a sort of a sort of gathering of magical tension <laughs> in the air and the uh the whole of the sort of the ground at the top of the sort of rise begins to kind of tremor for it was 30 seconds wasn't it up to a minute yeah. there's harmless tremors so it's not like the ground splitting open or anything um mm-hmm. but as it's quite loose kind of sort of uh sort of gravel sort of scree is that the term isn't it i think yeah yeah, yeah. 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 um that all begins to sort of shake and the ground becomes a little bit unstable around there because it's a bit sort of all of the all of the surface is a little bit kind of bouncing shall we say Meg you're a little bit caught up in this but um,
2: we'll, see, we'll see what
0: happens yeah if <laughs> you' got a bonus action you want to do or
2: um, no that's probably that's probably me yeah um, she doesn't really want to kill them straight out and mm-hmm. um, she's trying to scare them. Into leaving them alone
0: makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Meg, what would you like to do?
2: Um, I'm assuming I'm probably gonna
1: have to roll a balance check. Uh,
0: yeah. You know what? Well, that's a good. Yeah, we'll call this, a, um, call this a um. It's called this dexterity saving throw. Nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can keep your um. You keep your footing quite, quite handily. Yes. <laughs> Having made your way Wait. through Barovia, some shifting gravel is uh, no uh, no problem for you. <laughs> um. Uh, that's not an action we'll just call that unless you know what we'll call that um, call that a bonus action so to try and keep your feet (laughs) here yeah so Um, you can still move and uh, you can do an attack action or something if you like
1: he haven't they haven't spotted me yet have they
0: no at the moment it's still just the one guy who's kind of up on the top Um, you can't see Mm -hmm. the others yet but there were sounds of them coming up the hill
1: yeah I'm the same mind as Ruby Meg is going to probably try and stay up in stealth, mm-hmm. and okay. just have a sneak attack ready if it needed.
0: Okay, uh, so yeah, you can take the hide action then. So this is this be instead of making an attack, you can um, you can do that.
1: Okay,
0: um, which is bas- basically just make a, another stealth check to see how well you hide yourself.
1: <laughs> Twenty-two.
0: Twenty-two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you've you, know, you found your feet. Yeah, you pretty much kind of you just melt into the rock almost. <laughs> you find a convenient spot. You're like, okay, they're not going to see me until unless they sort of are almost past you and turn around and look, almost. Yeah. So yeah, you are you are set. So Jackson is going to step forward on his turn then. Say, so, uh, now now listen here, my good sir. We we have no quarrel with you. We are we are merely humble uh, travelers passing through. Um, I would, uh, I would. Uh, it most agreeable if you would uh, please put away your your weapon and uh, allow us to pass. <laughs> the bandit sort of looks at and goes, Look, chum, you came into our valley. You want to pass? You've got to pay the toll, same as everyone else. Jackson sort of pay the tolls. Well, this is this is daylight robbery, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, that's kind of the surprise round. It's <laughs> it's back to you, Ruby.
2: Okay, having heard the response from the bandit, Ruby just rolls her eyes and is going to shoot him, all right. uh, aiming to get him through the thigh, preferably.
0: Okay, all right, make an attack roll. Ten. <laughs> These guys don't have a lot of armour, but you do actually just miss. Um, I'm afraid, yes. <laughs> you, you let fly your, your arrow and... Um, having had to sort of um, concentrate on the spell, you've, your aim you, you thought you were still on target but you must have just shifted a bit and the arrow flies between this guy's legs and off through and there's a, there's a sort of shout from the other side Bloody hell they're shooting at Harold Come on lads
2: Oh well that wasn't ideal
0: <laughs> You can still do a bonus on your move action if you like but
2: No I'm going to hold it that
0: Yeah okay, uh, Meg what would you like to do? as you watch this uh, arrow fly between the legs of this bandit.
1: I'm sad for Ruby, so I'm going to take my dagger and try a sneak attack and ram it into his liver.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, I'd say, yeah, because you were hidden, you definitely get advantage on this. Make an attack roll. D20 plus 9? D20 plus 9, but you 2D20 plus oh, 9, actually, and then oh, okay, you take the okay. highest. Um, I mean, you got 28 there, so that's pretty good. But might as well roll again just to see if you get a, <laughs> see if you get a crit. No, 11 plus nine. Okay, so the first one was best. So okay, this is where rogues are ridiculous. So, yep, you do 1d4 <laughs> plus six piercing. Um, but you also, because you got a sneak attack in, you do an extra three d6. Okay, 13. So there's a total of 20 okay. points of damage. So yeah, <laughs> this guy, you know, feeling very like. Relieved that uh, Ruby's shot missed he sort of he had this little bit of a grin on his face and there's a shout from behind, look, come on lads, they're shooting a herald and then you sort of spring out of nowhere and just stab him in the gut and he sort of looks down and up at you <laughs> sort of, you watch the light <laughs> go out of his eyes as this sort of surprised expression on his face and he just kind of falls backwards off your dagger, sort of already dead by the time he hits the ground and starts rolling down the hill away from you So yeah, it was pretty brutal. I would say as well, you weren't like right on him, so we'll call that your move and your and your action. No, that's fine. Yeah, Jackson is his turn now. He goes, oh, what the, oh, oh my goodness, oh. Uh, (laughs) But he sort of readies his sword and he sort of he he sort of sets off up the hill towards you. He can't actually quite reach you on his turn because he was still sort of fifty feet back. He's got thirty feet of movement Mm. and the. Bandits are now up, and uh, now that you've sort of stood up and stabbed this dude to death, you can see there's six of them left. Three of them are sort of heading up towards you. One of them was sat down, you know, you would guess was maybe the one who was on about come back to the playing cards. He's, just, he's, he's, sort of, he's rising quickly, but you know, he's, he was obviously a bit further away and a bit further to react. There were another two that were kind of the other side. So three of them are currently heading up the hill towards you. They're not going to quite make it to you this turn, but they've pulled out their weapons. Um, and that's pretty much their turn. They'll definitely make it to you in the next turn. Okay.
2: okay. okay.
0: But Ruby, you can't see them from where you are because they're on the other side of the, the rise. What would you like to do?
2: Uh, Ruby is going to... Ruby's going to move forward as far as she can.
0: Mm-hmm. You could probably make it up to Meg in your turn.
2: Okay. Um, she'll go... Yeah, Ruby will make it up to Meg, a few feet away from her.
0: Mm-hmm. Sort of f- a little bit, sort of further along the... along the, the ridge, maybe?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Now she can see the three bandits. I think she'll take another longbow shot, since they're still... At a little bit of range.
0: Okay, yeah, so you, you kind of run up the hill and let fly with another uh, longbow shot. Uh, can I get an attack roll from you? 17. 17 is a hit on one of them, uh, so go ahead and roll some damage. That's 11 points of damage, so yeah, you uh, the one you hit, you just about managed to catch him, sort of, where were you aiming for on him? torso torso yeah okay so yeah your arrow just sinks into his torso and he just goes down like he's his momentum where he's running up the hill kind of carrying him forward he goes down and it's sort of the arrow hits the ground and it sort of drives him <laughs> drives further into him mm-hmm. and you hear kind of like oh, and he lies still
2: try to warn them
0: yeah that's true yeah he gave him uh, you know jackson gave him the warning <laughs> um Speaking of, he doesn't quite make it up to the top, but he sort of sees you firing down, and he's he's about ten feet behind you. He says, I'm coming, don't worry. But it is now the bandit's turn. So you have two running who can get to you this turn, uh, and three sort of coming up behind them that will be here in uh, two turns. But they are on the way up. All of them are just sort of got swords out. As you look down, you can see there were a couple of crossbows down there, but they, they seem to have sort of reacted and just kind of put their, you know, they grabbed the swords from their belts rather than picking up crossbows. Not the smartest move, but, you know, these guys maybe aren't the smartest guys. So, luckily, there's one each for you at this point. So, <laughs> the first one then is going to take a swing at Meg with his sword to six, which is, I'm going to assume, less than your armor class of 13. 13. Yeah, <laughs> and the other one is going to take a swing at Ruby 14 so Ruby you just about managed to get your shield up in time to block this um, blow uh, which otherwise would have hit you quite badly and you've managed to deflect it off but we are back round to you Ruby in close combat with this first guy
2: Ruby regains her footing mm-hmm. drops the bow and draws her long sword okay. to the tap
0: sure thing so that is a nine. So unfortunately, yeah, the the act of uh, you know you've just still reflecting his his attack with your shield and dropping your bone, pulling it out. You don't quite get the balance just right, and he manages to sort of duck your swing on that one. Unfortunately. Next time. Next time, yeah. <laughs> Meg, what would you like to do?
1: Meg is going to draw her rapier strike the guy that tried to hit her already like no yes
0: not today <laughs> it's not today
1: so that'd be 21
0: 21 yeah that's definitely a hit roll your damage 10 10 okay so yeah you, you stab him pretty badly and he's he looks to be in a pretty bad way but he's not quite dead yet can i kick him off my sword <laughs> <laughs> um for odd measure i mean I would uh, we'll just say that I won't do any extra damage, but you can you can you stab him. You might him fall from, down the hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Technically, a shove action is like a full action, but whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> I'll so straight D twenty then. Yeah, just do a D twenty. This is kind of like a strength check. I think so. D twenty for you got plus two in strength as well. Fourteen. So sixteen. Plus. Yeah, I'll do a strength uh, saving throw on him to see if he doesn't fall down the hill or not. And, um, nine. Okay, yeah, no, so reeling from your vicious slice with your rapier, you just boot him and he loses his footing, especially on the currently still shaking ground, and goes tumbling down the hill. He still doesn't look dead, but he's in a pretty bad way as he rolls, uh, he rolls down the hill back into his camp. Um, he seems to have dropped his weapon though, and uh, he's bleeding pretty badly. <laughs> Okay, it is uh, Jackson's turn. He gets to the top of the hill. Ha-ha! Ah, uh, oh! And he's, he's, he sees the bandit um, uh, facing you, uh, Ruby, and he's going to take a swing at him with his uh, sword. 19. So, yeah, he actually hits the guy. <laughs> oh, but nine points of damage. Again, this guy kind of just takes it. He's, ah! But he's also not not down. <laughs> but he's also in a pretty oh. bad way. Yeah. All right. So... Uh, Bandit's turn then. Um, that one is—he's uh, sort of a little bit off balance. He's going to sort of take another swing very quickly at you, Ruby. But he's—he's he's looking pretty desperate. That is a miss again from him as he as he swings his sword at you. Again, put off balance by Jackson's quite vicious stab into him. Uh, the other three are now halfway up the hill towards you. They'll get here on the next turn, and we're back round to you, Ruby.
2: Okay, so the one that was attacking me is still in front of us. He's still there,
0: but he's looking pretty battered. Mm. Mm. And the one that was uh, attacking Meg is sort of rolling at the bottom of the hill now. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look dead, you still see him sort of moving, but he looks pretty messed up.
2: He'll maybe think twice, though. Okay, Ruby is going to attack again Mm -hmm. with the longsword.
0: All right, seven. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a seven. So yeah, I'm I'm afraid that's another m- miss. You do have your move and bonus action. If you move out of combat, though, you will uh, get an attack of opportunity against you.
2: Yeah. Would action surge let me attack again?
0: Yes. Uh, well, that's basically yeah. yeah. That's that's what it does. Yeah. Gives you another action.
2: Okay. Yes, yeah, so I will do that.
0: Okay. So uh, yeah, burning action surge, and you can attack again. An 11. I hate to say it, but I'm afraid that's also a mess. Just yep. a little bit. It just kind of glances off of the guy's got, it looks like he's got like a kind of a loose bit of sort of what was maybe part of like a, a more full suit of armor. Just kind of, he's got like the shoulder pad kind of just strapped to him. It looks like it had yeah. been taken off somebody's corpse almost. It's, you know, it's quite battered, but he's got that on, and unfortunately, that's the bit that you, your sword manages to find, and it just kind of glances off of it. So, yeah, unfortunately, no. <laughs> Ruby just
2: starts swearing under her breath. Yeah,
0: (laughs) some pretty choice Tiefling swear words going.
2: uh, (laughs) Oh yes, flying.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Meg, you are not currently in combat with anyone. No. But there are three guys running up the hill towards uh, well, towards the group of you and uh, Jackson and Ruby are currently fighting one dude.
1: I would like to stab the one dude.
0: Okay. With the rapier.
1: That. Yes.
0: I'm in the face.
1: In the face. In the face. <laughs> Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen's a hit. Okay. Uh, roll your damage. You're not going to need a lot. You need to. You need to roll at least a minus four to, to do that to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thirty damage. So yeah. <laughs> Ruby, while you and Jackson are having sort of a little bit of trouble dealing with this guy, suddenly out of nowhere, just this rapier just goes <laughs> through the side of the guy's head and comes fleck out again. And Meg's like, two for me." <laughs> Jackson gets sprayed with some face blood, and he's suddenly. Like <sighs> <laughs> Like he was already a little bit kind of like surprised at himself for stabbing the guy in the first place, but then suddenly this blade just comes over his shoulder through the guy's head and out again, and he gets a bit of spray on him, and he's like, "Oh god, oh, oh no!"
1: Does this action, by any chance, intimidate the three that are coming up the hill?
0: That's a very good, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say probably not they I mean based just sort of on their general demeanor and that you know I mean it's a pretty intimidating thing to do but these guys seem to be kind of this isn't their first fight if that makes sense
1: you killed my friends
0: well yeah but then the maybe you know being sort of bandits maybe they're not the closest of friends and you know they're keeping open um, which is a long way of saying like no, they don't seem that intimidated. <laughs> They're still coming. Um, it is uh, Jackson's go. He uh, sort of, he sort of wipes. He takes one hand and sort of wipes the blood out of his off of his face a little bit. Oh god! Oh no! And now more are coming. <laughs> and sort of readies himself. Um, he doesn't seem to be leaping into combat. If that makes sense, you know, he came up to help. You know, he he came out. He's you know, he wasn't that, but he not He's not like he doesn't seem to be one to be like, no, follow me. You know, leading a charge kind of thing, should we say? So he's more sort of readying himself uh, against the the attacks to come. And speaking of which, the bandits come up the hill. There are three of them and three of you, one for each of you, I should say. Um, so the first one will take a swing at. As I've got your character sheet open first, uh, will take a swing at Meg. So that's a miss on Meg. Uh, the next one's going to take an attack against Ruby. Twenty-three. Oh, it's a natural twenty Ooh. as well. Oh. Well, I do apologise for that, but yeah. So natural twenty to hit. Mm-hmm. The way I do uh, natural twenties on here is um, still roll damage as normal, and then just double it, double the dice okay. damage, if that makes sense. So. For example, uh, they do 1d6 plus 1 slashing damage, um, so I roll the d6, double whatever comes up on the dice, and then add the 1. So, 3 uh, so three up to 6 plus 1, so 7 points of damage on you. And the final one is going to take a slash at uh, Jackson. That is also a hit on Jackson. He does 6 damage to Jackson. Who kind of clutches it, it? Sort of slices him, sort of in the on the arm, and you go, "Oh God, oh!" And we back round to Ruby.
2: I think I'll do a clean attack this time, Mm-hmm. which is
0: so D twenty plus five. is an eleven. <laughs> God, not <laughs> doing too well with these attack rolls. Yeah, I'm afraid that really? is just a miss again. Um, yeah. I mean, you might have figured out now these guys have an AC of twelve.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I, d- I
0: don't know what to tell you.
2: Yeah. No. Dice keep rolling eleven. Just the dice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what happened?
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, well, uh, Meg Ben, I guess. <laughs> Are you just doing a regular rapier attack, then, Meg, or? Yes. Yeah. I, I shall try and swing. Okay, 15. fifteen. Fifteen is a hit. This is on the guy that's attacking you. Yeah. Okay.
1: So eleven.
0: So that is eleven points of damage. So yeah, this is one of the half elves who's made it up to you. That you're not sure if it was the guy who was playing cards, but he's. It could have been. Um, <laughs> and he after he takes a swing at you, uh, you just sort of you sort of neatly dodge, slice back at him, and he gets this sort of pained look on his face, and again, just sort of crumples. <laughs> you're really cleaning up Touche. in this fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's a lot of pent up pub rage happening
1: here (laughs) yeah she's probably like just releasing all the frustrations of like how much she wants to kill Sandy
0: (laughs) it's been too long (laughs) since you've been able to stab someone and you're really you know you're getting a good workout here yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay so Jackson is going to uh, take his swing and he misses so okay back at the bandits there are two left plus the guy at the bottom of the hill who's just sort of clutching his chest and gasping for breath Um, (laughs) so one of them I'll go for the first one we'll just say we do his uh, another swing against Ruby there's a 10 to here that is a miss I believe and the last one which is the uh, slightly better dressed um, guy who possibly might have been a leader you're not sure takes his swing at Jackson and it clanks off of Jackson's shiny new armor plate (laughs) Um, which is doing its job, but it now has a, a neat scratch down the middle of it where this sword nearly, uh, nearly dug in. And Jackson's like, well, "Well, money well spent." Uh, didn't say it out loud. It's just, it's just a fun voice to do. Um, <laughs> all right, and we are back to Ruby yet again.
2: Okay. Yeah. So Ruby will use. She's going to continue with the longsword. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a plus six because I wrote my strength down wrong. So that should be a plus six to the attack.
0: Not that it would have helped that much. Oh yeah, no, sixteen is plus three, isn't it? Not plus two. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at that thinking, like, yeah. Okay, So sure.
2: I actually hit it this time. (laughs)
0: Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, as I hit, roll your damage. So, thirteen points of damage. Yeah, so yeah, this guy who just took a a swing at you, uh, you neatly block it with your shield before just Stabbing him with your long sword to death. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I managed to do something useful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a real shame as well because I, I like at least two of those previous attacks would have hit if we'd have noticed. It's fine. That's ah, fine. Well, now we know. Yeah, that's okay. So what we have left is the one dude who is attacking Jackson and the dude and the gasping for breath dude at the bottom of the hill. Uh, Meg, what would you like to do?
1: I'd like to help Jackson out and try and take down, help him take down the other guy. Go for it. final. Let's go for it.
0: Ooh, 11. 11. It's <laughs> a rare mess for you. Yeah. Severe so. mess for me. Yeah. I've
1: got too much adrenaline pumping through me.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you, you lean in with your rapier and he just sort of like, he dodges sort of just backwards out of the way. Bastard it just sort of scrapes along the front of his sort of like he's got like a kind of leather sort of jerkin on him and just sort of scrapes on the front of that but doesn't actually do any damage to him uh, he sort of he sort of looks at you like sideways you know <laughs> as he does it
1: <laughs> i'm just going to give him the eye as well <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah okay uh, so jackson is going to take his swing um and jackson hits okay so there's five points to damage so the guy is uh, is hurting but he is still up and swing back at Jackson, and ooh, hit him! Four, four points of damage to Jackson. So um, yeah, Jackson sort of ah, oh, I'm not again, <laughs> kind of thing. And uh, yeah, we're back to uh, back to Ruby.
2: Um, Ruby's going to try and just finish this guy off.
0: Yeah, go for it. At seventeen is a hit. Yeah, and at six points of damage will do it for this guy. Okay, all right. <laughs> so that the only one left is the guy. Kind of, he's still sort of lying down. He's kind of clutching his chest. Um, at the bottom of the hill but he doesn't really appear to be making any attempt to get back up and rejoin the fight so He's uh,
1: bleeding out yeah
0: <laughs> so uh, what would you like to do
1: i think meg's gonna take a book from karen and just go and loot everybody
0: <laughs> fair enough okay all right um
1: she's in brovia, brovia mode
0: <laughs> she's, she's in having brovia flashbacks um mm okay so uh on the corpses there's not a huge amount there's kind of like you guys have done a fairly good job of like slicing up their what armor bits they were wearing so there's nothing really worthwhile to take there between the uh between the corpses you probably find maybe 60 70 pieces of gold which is not you know, that's not to be sniffed at you know
2: mm. that's a
0: good evening's takings probably in the pub and uh, but yeah, in the sort of sacks and crates around around the campfire, you do find various kind of trade goods, which you would guess have maybe been kind of plundered by uh, raiding caravans and things. But yeah, these guys they don't have a lot of stuff, so you guess they're they're not particularly big kind of bandit operation. In mm-hmm. the fact, there was just the kind of six of them kind of hanging out here, you know. Yeah, didn't yeah. really post a particularly good watch, and that you know they they might be fairly new to the whole banditing game. Yeah.
2: Ruby's going to go over and speak to the injured one. See if they're alive first.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he's clearly alive. He's just sort of like, ah. Oh. <laughs> he's, like, he's breathing pretty heavily. He's like, just, just take what you want. Just leave me alive. Just let me live. Oh, God.
2: Ah. <sighs> well, you see, if I let you live, you might keep atta- randomly attacking innocent people.
0: I don't I I I still might not live. Look, look at the state of me. Look what she's done to me. He kind of points at Meg who's rifling through what it could be notably his brother's pockets. These <laughs> You tried to kill me. <laughs> Are you, just just let me go home. I just want to go home. Where is home? I come from White Willow. Me and my well, my old mum's still back there.
2: Then you better get moving, hadn't
0: you? Uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You, you, got it. You got it, man. And he sort of starts. He, he tries to stand, and he just kind of crumples, and he starts kind of clawing his way down, the, down the slope, looking in a pretty bad way.
2: Hear <laughs> me. I'm gonna put my hand on his shoulder and go, wait, and call for Nairn.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, hello, hello, Miss. Uh, oh gosh. What? Look at all this.
2: I think this is the point we'll be sending you back with the horse. Help this creature to the road. If you wish to take him back to town, that's up to you. You are not responsible for him once he reaches the road.
0: Uh, oh, 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 okay, miss. Um, he sort of, you can see him sort of looking at the guy up now. Have you got a weapon I can have? Or? And he sort of... He, looks down and goes, oh, well, there's a sword here. And he picks up one of the swords from the one of the courses. <laughs> and, uh, the, well, if, you, if, you, if you're sure.
1: You give that knife to your mother when you get in. You hear me, Nairn?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, Miss Meg?
1: I, will, I don't want to see you going around town with that.
0: What that uh, the watch wouldn't like that, would they? <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Nairn takes uh, sort of charge of the if they're severely wounded down to one hit point bandit um <laughs> and uh sort of leading uh leading the horse uh back the way that you came sort of almost kind of he's kind of draped the bandit sort of <laughs> onto the horse does that make sense yeah um yeah That uh you sort of they 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 head off back the way you've came um uh, so Jackson has sort of sat down on one of the crates, and he's kind of he's pulled out like a a quite nice sort of silk handkerchief, and he's sort of wiping the blood off his face. Oh, well, this, this thing's all ruined now and everything. Oh, oh, is this this what it's like out here? Good God! Well, not always. Oh, this has never said anything like this in the books that I read. Uh, I read about adventure and and that, but I've got. Oh, there's blood in my eyebrows. I'm just going to look at Ruby and be like, Told you.
1: He's <laughs> not been outside.
2: Oh dear. Ruby just drops her head in her hands for a moment. And then it's fine. The first time is always the worst.
0: Oh, oh, that's, oh. Oh, I, 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 hopefully that's the last. Oh. Well, we're not even we're not even near the mountain yet good lord
2: oh well there's unlikely to be bandits near the top of a mountain yeah there's not enough travelers all that way right,
0: well, that makes it makes sense yes yes makes sense yes quite and he sort of you see him, he sort of looks down and there's a sack by his foot with one of the bandits and he goes oh whoa oh this is this is quite a quite interesting he pulls out, <laughs> pulls out what looks like some some sweet cakes Instead of there's some food rations here that are slightly nicer than what you've had. And you seem to sort of bite into like a, a muffin. Oh okay. Ooh. Ooh. oh, Oh these are actually quite fresh. Oh. He's sort of getting his breath back. Fresh muffins. Yeah. Well <laughs> Some questions are best not answered. Um <laughs>
2: Magic. Magic <laughs> Um.
0: And, probably
2: uh, the, I'm out of a bakery
0: oh yeah possibly I mean yeah, where you are I mean you're not too far from Grey Reach, you know and you know they're not too mm-hmm. far from the road so possibly there was yeah <laughs> one of them just yeah, popped to the bakery to the yeah, you know, well. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah as, as the three of you uh, take this opportunity to uh, catch your breath and uh, maybe restock your packs from the uh, ill-gotten gains of this uh, small group of bandits that you've uh, put a stop to the bad actions of Um, the rest of your journey still lies ahead of you The, uh, the mountain, the winged peak, awaits Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks' time on Thursday the 28th of May with the continuation of this story. Uh, We hope you'll join us for that. Uh, In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at PretendWithDice. Uh, If you're a Discord user, you can join our server by following the Discord link in our Twitter bio. And finally, you can also email us at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. Uh, If you're an iTunes or Apple podcast user or indeed a user of any app that lets you leave reviews, it'd be really awesome if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, It all helps us to find new listeners and we'd love to hear what you all think of the podcast. So uh, for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.